4.49 is our time. Let's talk smart money moves now. Speaking of retirement annuities, how do you tell a person avoiding debt collectors that they need to save more for retirement? Confronted with black tax, rising food costs, exorbitant basic services prices, and a debt crisis for most of 2020 financials year, Saving for retirement is the last thing in the minds of many South Africans. Many retirement reports like Sanlam, Mercer Global, Pension Index and Alexander Forbes have consistently shown that one in 10 South Africans have enough money saved to retire comfortably. Some people are cashing out their pensions when they change jobs, while other workers give in to instant gratification because the option of taking their retirement savings in cash is easy. This is according to Finance 24. So, joining us is Chairman of Employee Benefits Executive Committee at the Financial Intermediaries Association of South Africa, Phil Brits. Phil, good morning and thank you for joining us. Good morning, Asanda. Thank you very much. Honored to be here. Okay, great. Hashtag uh, soft life problems. Is this what it is, retirement annuities, or we should all be looking at it? No, I think, I think um, retirement annuities are wonderful vehicles for adding to your retirement. They've got some really good advantages. You've got a upfront tax advantage, you've got tax tax deductions when you get to retirement, and uh, you had an advert about debt collection, and uh, there there is um, protection against debt collectors with your money that is in an RA, so they are really good investments. So what exactly do retirement annuities uh, do? What are they? So it is a, a vehicle whereby I or you or any individual can save money monthly, or annually, mm-hmm. we have certain tax limits and tax deductions that we can get. It's, it's 350000 a year tax deduction. And it is just a way that we can strategically and hopefully with a plan accumulate money so that when we get to retirement, when our companies or we as individuals decide that we don't want to work anymore, that we have sufficient capital and funds to provide us with the income uh, until our, our death. So what's the right age to start then with an RA? That's an interesting question. That this, the, the right age is as early as possible. Warren Buffett, one of the richest men in the world, was asked a question, what is your biggest regret? Mm-hmm. He says, well, I started investing at the age of 14, and my biggest regret is I didn't start at the age of eight. Mm. So those so, with that regret then, they want to catch up. What, what can they do to catch up if they didn't start at the early stage? Well, catching up is quite difficult because the earlier you start, you have a compounding impact. You have your your growth, your interest, and your growth on your your portfolio on top of your growth this year, next year, every year. That's called compounding. Mm -hmm. The later you start, the less compounding you have. And catching up is is relatively difficult because you you can't buy back the years. Time and money equals magic. And... The later you start, the less magic you have. And that means that many people continue to work after a retirement age. And the retirement age in general in South Africa is 65. Mm. Although it it is being pushed up at the moment, people are working beyond 65. How does one choose the type of plan that's going to uh, fit them then uh, for their financial goals? What are the questions maybe they should be asking themselves? Well, in today's world, we can go online and we can buy a retirement annuity directly with a company online. And people feel they might save on fees in terms of doing that. 
So knowledge is available. However, retirement is a complex environment. Both accumulation, in other words, how we build up our money to retirement, and then post-retirement is even more complex. So being with the FIA, my suggestion and probably the best suggestion of the day is to find a financial planner who is your financial planning partner and do all your financial planning, including your retirement planning, with an advisor. Your advisor has experience, they have knowledge, they're in the industry, they have compliance and governance, and they are well-trained and educated, and they will assist you to, to build towards the success of your retirement plan. Let's talk the difference then between a retirement annuity that you get for yourself and one that you can get through your company. So if you are lucky enough to be on a company pension provident fund or retirement plan, those plans are in general a condition of employment, so they're compulsory. Mm. And uh, the companies will normally have a percentage of your income that it's compulsory for you to place into the company retirement plan. And often those percentages are not sufficient to provide a successful retirement. So it really is worthwhile for every individual on a company pension plan to sit with their financial advisor to do an analysis of of what the company plan will provide and if there are shortfalls to, to then look at other ways of investing and one of them definitely is a retirement annuity. What would uh, some, re- yes. So the difference really is the retirement annuity is, is voluntary. Mm-hmm. I as an individual make a, a decision and how much I can afford and I invest into that vehicle and the, the company it's compulsory. Okay. All right. So I guess that could also come with some red tapes then. So what are the, some of the challenges then in, when it comes to the RAs offered by companies? No, in, in general, there, there shouldn't be too much red tape. The group schemes that companies provide, the administration is, is relatively easy. These days, everything is electronic. They work on schedules. Um, I would say that if, if we look at a retirement annuity, a pension fund or a provident fund, when a member resigns from the company, they can access that money. And that is what you alluded to in your introduction. What people should do is they should preserve their money and keep it invested for retirement. Now, that red tape in terms of preserving um, makes it much easier for somebody to cash out their money, and that's why many people do cash out their money, because of the, the ease to access the, the, the money. With a retirement annuity, an individual cannot access those funds until earliest age 55. So that money is, is locked in, and that probably is more healthy because it means I cannot access that money regardless of the circumstances of my life today. And one of those circumstances we saw is an example, COVID-19. So would you say then it's not wise that uh, should something like COVID-19 happen or the unforeseen, uh, one takes the RA out for big assets like a home or a big investment, uh, maybe in, into education as well? So it's that even during COVID, uh, members were not allowed to access retirement funds um, through retirement annuities. Hmm. The the legislation doesn't allow for that. So pension funds and provident funds don't allow for that if a member is an active member, in other words, an employee in the company. There was a big drive during COVID. Many of the stakeholders in the industry felt that members should be allowed to access a portion of their funds almost as a loan 
to get them through through the the hump, the bump, and the challenges of of COVID. Um, but Treasury decided that that wouldn't be a wise idea. Uh, and I would imagine that if there was a massive run on pension funds where members who are active members wanted to access their money, it could ha- create a liquidity problem in in the economy. So I think that Treasury probably made the right decision. In long term, the less money that we access in terms of our pension money, the better for ourselves and and the better for the economy because we then don't become dependent on on SASA when we go on retirement. Okay, I think we have a question uh, on SMS. Uh, okay, no, it's not a question. All right. Okay, so let's uh, talk then. Maybe those who decided that they're going to take out their RA, if they have to now start over, or those who've started late, what what would be the best advice? So retirement is a complex in, environment, and, and obviously a big aspect of retirement is money and, and income. But there are other factors that play a part as well. And I, I think I'll mention them because they, they really are, are relevant. So the, the first thing is having a purpose in life. So when we are working, I have a purpose to go to my company and do my job. Post-retirement, uh, people struggle with, with purpose. Mm. And if you have not started early enough and do not have sufficient funds, you probably are going to need to have some kind of side hustle, turn your hobby into an income or start some business to supplement your income and work post-retirement. And this is not a bad thing because it does provide purpose. Yeah. And the other thing that it, a company provides is, is community. We work with people. They become almost like our, our fictive kin, our family. And um, post-retirement, we, we kind of lose that. And many people think they'll retire to, to another area of the country for argument's sake. They want to go and live on the coast. Mm. And they don't have friends there. So community is, is, is vital. And also if we're working post-retirement, it means that we, we do have community. So for people who, who are part of the 90% who don't have sufficient for retirement, they're probably forced into continue some kind of work yeah. But that, that's not a bad thing because having purpose and having community is, is quite healthy. All right, so I'm, I'm actually a proponent of, of people not stopping working at 65 unless it really is their, their life purpose to do so. Thank you so much uh, for your time. Happy Wednesday to you, Phil. Thank you, Sandra. Enjoy your day. Thank you. Phil Britz, Chairman of Employee Benefits Executive Committee at the Financial Intermediaries Association of Southern Africa.